Hey, hey, hey girl, how you doing? Hey Envy, how you doing? Hello, man. Welcome to day two of Hell Week here at Already Cancelled with Fen. Buckle up buttercups, because we're taking you back to the Oscars of 2022. And remember, listener discretion is always advised when it comes to this show. Y'all know me by now. In the words of Protozoa, oi, oi, oi. I know you don't know what that means. <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to. Did you watch Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century? Oh, no, I was too old for that. Okay. There was a there was a pop star in the in the movie called Protozoa, and like he would one point when he got off the plane. It was it in um was it in the first one or the second one? Anyway, he got off the plane and he was shaking his body and he's going oi oi oi, and I'm like yes, that's how you walk in the room. No you the shit. No you the shit, Protozoa. <laughs> zoom zoom zoom. You made my heart go boom boom boom. Boom boom boom. I know the song though. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Already Cancelled with Finn. I am Finn, your host. And today, with me, you already heard, you already know the Guess words. who's back. Back again. <laughs> you know she, you know that, like, I couldn't let Sunday night pass without you being one of the main people I had to talk to about this shit. And as soon as you said it, I was like, friends, sign me up, bitch. <laughs> like, we're doing this right the fuck now. So... Um, welcome, Cousin Keisha. Hey. I'm just going to let you know right now, I'm going to tell you why I'm canceled. Because Ooh. we're just going to jump into the shit today. You know what I'm saying? We really is. Let me put my phone on silent. <laughs> but let me tell you why I got, why I'm canceled this week. Because before we get into the shit, I just need to like start. Because like, this, it's just going to be messy. You know what I'm saying? Going through my Facebook memories today, right? Because that's what we're supposed to do sometimes. I don't know. If Facebook sends me a notification, I feel like I'm supposed to do it. You know what I mean? That's dangerous. It, it is, because we've seen the Fosse boo. But I was scrolling through my memories, and last year, I posted something that I should have never posted. I posted something I should have never posted, because this is peak sin. Oh, I'm ready. It says, and I quote, if you can post what can be deemed as a thirst trap during these dire times, please know that I am not above sliding into them DMs. Y'all know me by now. And, I don't see the problem. In, in, in the opening and closing of this, it says, Dear friends, foes, and hearty hoes. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, Phineas T. I should be canceled for even thinking all of that. No, I disagree, actually. I don't often disagree with you being canceled. But if in these terrible trying times, since we just act like the whole Panini Press is not still happening, um, we need all the laughter and good times and good juju vibes, all the everything. So if you find you a piece of something that has made you happy in the middle of this monstrosity, mm -hmm. There you go. Enjoy it. Exactly. I mean, there was one time, I, you know me, I'll be sliding into the DMs. There was one time I slid into this nigga DM. And you know me, I'll I be using all kinds of gifts and shit. I'll be dropping basketballs in there. I'll be, I will find a meme that, that is like, it'll be Roy and Amy. And the meme mm -hmm. will be like, yo, 
I want to grow old with you, bae. And then Aww. niggas be like, I don't even know you, nigga. I'm like, I know, but you fine as fuck. Let me get to know you. Okay, well, you jump straight to it. <laughs> I should. <laughs> nigga, send him to a DM, and he's like, I got a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, what? My bad. Um, <laughs> is that the nigga you posted yesterday? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, tell him he can slide into my DM any day. Y'all be blessed, though. You were so messy. You are the messiest. And I'm here for it. Hi, Cousin Keisha. How are you? I am phenomenal. There we go. Hey, phenomenal. Phenomenal woman. Phenomenally or whatever the fuck that shit she said. Listen, you better rise and, and like the like the ashes out of the phoenix and the phoenix out of the ashes. I don't know. I something out of a something else, baby. Week. I haven't watched Harry Potter yet this year, so I don't know which came first, the Ashes or the Phoenix. That's right. I'll watch Harry Potter at least once a year. You know what? That's a great fucking question. I don't know which one came first, the Ashes or the Phoenix. I would, you know what? I, I would say the Phoenix because the Phoenix had to have been hatched from an egg before... It could live, die, and rise from the ashes. Ooh. Ooh. So Phoenix or the ashes came first. The egg did. Ooh. Ooh. Sis out here, just you just blew my mind. You That's because you mind. have, baby. I mean, that too. That too. That, this is, hi, I'm Ben. How are you? <laughs> How have you been since our last time we've talked? Last time we talked was about grief. Yes. And, you know, we're still in therapy. Shout out to Black therapists, though, like, for real. Um, I'm actually in the market for a new therapist because I have some sex-related issues that I need to talk to my therapist about. And she's Christian and very much like, well, if you're not married, you shouldn't be having sex. And I'm like, girl. Wait a minute. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you, if my therapist, you know what? I'm I'm so glad my therapist is a Satanist. Um, but that's another conversation for another day. Well, and I, it's nothing bad about her. Like, I haven't broached any of the, the, the sexual conversations with her because I know her stance as a Christian, right? And she's but, a phenomenal black woman. But, but like, I... Is I it, I mean, have you have you talked? I mean, just because she's Christian doesn't necessarily mean that she doesn't understand that people have sex before marriage. Um, mm. Have you like kind of broke the conversation of sex? You know? I have not. Um, and to be really honest, you know, I have not felt comfortable broaching that subject with her. Um, everything else, I love talking to her. I talk to her about literally everything else but that one piece that's the only uh, thing i don't feel comfortable talking to her about well maybe maybe you should try i mean i'm not going to tell you how to have your relationship with your therapist but i'm just saying like maybe you could try like there are certain things i'm always afraid of bringing up with like certain people but i just try to like broach it first before and right i can like, like drop a little hint and or just flat out say hey so you're my therapist i pay you so, like, are you going to tell me that I shouldn't have sex? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, now for nothing, yes, that is a very important relationship and it's a very, uh, I don't want to say influential, but it is, uh, it, it, it can be. I think influential is the, I think influential is a good word for it. Um, and, but, like, we also have to remember, we're still paying them. So, like, I need to know before I remove myself from the situation and have to rebuild a whole new relationship with a whole nother nigga. Is the person I'm paying for fucking with me or not when it comes to the conversations of sex, which I have? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that because like not for nothing, that's a major part of you know our lives. Yes. You know, and it's it's also like like again, I can't help but say it. I pay you. I can't help, but I pay you. You work for me, bitch. Exactly. Even if it is partially through my insurance, because thank the Lord. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I got you. Because, like, again, mine is a Satanist, and she's the kind of, she's like, you know, the kind that believes that everyone's moral compass should be based on being good towards others. And it should of, all be so simple. And like with that, with being good towards others means, <clears throat> hey, these people deserve rights. These people deserve equality. Some people deserve reparation. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I know that that's not everyone more compass. And I know that that's not everyone's thought process either. Just like my therapist knows that. Just like a lot of our friends know that. Right. You know, but again, again, all the time people shock me because let's be honest, the reality is I believe if you tell me you're a Christian and you're good to other people, then yeah, you're a Christian. Same thing with Satanists, same thing with people who are Islamic. I've been dragging the Christians lately in the the comments on uh, TikTok because it makes me laugh. But are they Christians or are they... Or are they maniacs? Well, the ones who claim to be Christian. The Bible. Uh, they're definitely maniacs. They're definitely maniacs. You know, and especially in light of, I've been calling out a lot of our uh, beige friends, you know, um, because you can have an opinion. You cannot agree with what happened. You know, you can think Will was inappropriate, but it's the framing of the it's it's the way you frame your argument mm-hmm. with this and everything else that makes me side eye you. Yep. You know, yep. one of my closest friends, she and I have conversations frequently where I feel like I have like, hey, what you just said was homophobic and fucked up. Yep. That's not okay. Like, I get it, you view things a certain way, but my problem isn't just like how you view things it's the way you express that so and you know what but you know what it's the same so one thing i will say and i always say this you can be racist and homophobic and still have medicare for all i'm just saying i'm just saying wouldn't you like yes, to that. have wouldn't you like to have a cheaper hospital bill you can still be racist as fuck okay but goddamn. Well, and in one of our recent conversations, 
I'll give it to her. You know, one of her um, family members just came out to her <laughs> by telling her she was engaged, uh, which is hilarious to me. And, you know, the fiance is a woman. And she admitted that her cousin was hesitant to tell her. And, and she said, you know, love who you love. You know, I don't have to like it. I just have to respect you, respect your partner. And, and that is almost. And I was a, like, that's almost akin to uh, love, hate to sin, love to sin. Hate to sin. Yes. And I was like, we'll work on the rest of this as we continue. But if you can just be respectful, like, let's start at the bare minimum. Can you be respectful? to her and her partner and of her and her partner we'll, we'll deal with the rest like i'm never going to change your mind on you feeling like oh well this is the sin but if you can at least acknowledge that you are no better than the next because you have sins that you commit yourself you know what we can uh, we can work on the rest bit by bit but if i can get you to at least be there I can be okay for a little bit. And it's crazy that we're talking about this, but I was um, having a conversation once with one of my friends who, she is, she's that girl who everybody's mom and dad say she did it right. She got all mm -hmm. straight A's in high school, maybe a couple of B's, you know, PE wasn't her thing. She got <laughs> straight A's in high school, got like a 4.0 throughout college, summa cum laude or whatever then got married, then had the kid. And the kids are great, and the kids are smart, and the kids are on point, right? And I asked her a question one day, and I was like, you know, your kids don't point out things the way that, like, a lot of other kids point out things. And she's just like, because I don't feel the need to make it a big deal. Like, you make it a big deal about two about a boy and a girl holding hands, that kid is going to take that in. Normalizing it. She's normalizing it for her she children. Just, for real. And, but like, I, but I can also see her like telling the kids, okay, these are why these other kids or other adults are saying these things. But we don't think like that. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Because homegirl came from that family, you know, uh, blue-collared white folks who went to church every Sunday and Wednesday. That sounds familiar for me. And she... I missed the being white part. And she... <laughs> I've never tried that. <laughs> hmm. I've never tried that. But her family was like... Her dad is hella homophobic. But like her and her brother are just like, nah, people exist. That's it. People exist. People exist. But as much as I love a good a good conversation about all of this, because like it's important and it's strong to have and it's good to have and I am high, I'm saying words. But <laughs> <laughs> This bowl is nice. This is good thing. This is the small bowl, not the big one. Because you and the big bowl is hilarious, though. 
me and like I, I I was like looking at my two bowls and I was like, okay, do I want to do the big one or do I want to do the small one? Like if I do the small one, I might have to smoke a little bit more later, but maybe not. You know what I'm saying? It might do me a good a little good, a little. You know, we'll take it as we come. Right. But that big one, it's like, oh, hello, why did you not just buy a bomb? <laughs> and that right there is, 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 is what makes Finn, Finn. Also, I really miss Spencer's. Remember when Spencer's used to have cool bongs in them? Did they ever have bongs? Yeah. At least the ones I went to. I, I, I feel like I remember them having bongs in California, maybe. But I don't know about here. You know, Texas. Texas is Texas. Texas is Texas. Texas is Texas. Oh, there's this one place I used to go to all the time called Earthbound in Wally. I used to love Earthbound. And Never bought shit because it was always too expensive, though. You know, it's not now. What, like, the, like, I mean, well, they, they're selling tapestries for like $35 there now. Well, when I went. So, like, that wasn't very expensive. I just remember looking at a purse in Earthbound, and the purse was like $60, and I was like, why? <laughs> why? Also, let's be honest. You got to buy your bag some, from someplace else, because you need, you, need, you need to have, like, I buy bags. I buy big bags. I buy, like, backpacks. And Earthbound doesn't have that for me, so I would feel like I should not be buying that from Earthbound. Well, you know, um, I had my hippie phase um, was longer than my goth phase, and, you know, Earthbound had all the shit for the wannabe hippies. You know, that was a good time. That was a good... Remember when, remember when, when you would see girls wearing those flowy skirts? The, long the bell. I remember when the bell bottoms made a comeback. Um, I remember having this one shirt. I thought I was hot shit. It was a peasant top that could go off the sleeve, off the shoulders if I wanted to, and the sleeves were long and flowy. Uh, well, they were, let me back up. So the sleeves was a little bit snug down to the elbow. And then at the elbow, it flowed out to this giant bell. And I had these big bell sleeves. And I was peak, peak early 2000s. And I thought I was hot shit. <laughs> that sounds like Lynn Searcy. And I was actually watching Girlfriends earlier this morning. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because I'm just over here like typing shit and watching Girlfriends. And Oh, yeah. That shit was like all that flowiness, all those peasant shirts. The, oh my God. All, everyone had a headband. Where these headbands were bought, I will never know. The headbands, um, the flower pins, the bangles. Um, so many bangles. Yep. So many bangles and the hair clips. All the hair clips. My what God. Else? You know what? Before we go deep into this, we're supposed to be here talking about something very important. Um, well, something that's very important to us right now this week because it leads to a broader conversation. 
It does. Multiple conversations. Are. Sunday night, what were you doing? Mm, I was knitting and looking at TikTok videos. Okay. Sunday night, I was minding my business. Watching your black-ass business at my that. black-ass business. I was either watching Bridgerton or... Mm. <laughs> I was either watching Bridgerton or The Gilded Age. One of them. I have not started the second season. Well, I started, I got about 30 seconds in. And I was like, no, I have to wait because I was at work. I, but I love Bridgerton. I don't know. I'm nervous about season two. Is it good so far? It's actually good. It's hilarious um, that, like, they were, we were all so confused at, you know, what's going to happen now that certain people have left. You know what I mean? Yeah, but my then, baby daddy left. But then we started watching, and you're like, oh, no. Okay. I can fuck with this. Oh, oh, she, ooh, who this bitch? Oh, she fine. Oh, she's sassy. You know, some people are really? talking about some people are talking about a certain glow up. Some of us are talking about a certain oh, well, that mystery. Really? That's a mystery. It's the only thing I I watched up until when Anthony had the little horse race or whatever with the girl. Okay. That's it. I know exactly where you're at. The beginning. And um, just remember that part. Really? Remember Ooh, okay. that part. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. Because it plays into it. So, anyway, we were minding our businesses. Right? Our black-ass businesses. What should have happened? Did you open the group chat? I got a notification from the group chat. That is exactly what happened. I just, I got a notification from the group chat and I don't know who said what. And after a bit, I was finally clicked into it. And I was like, wait, what? Let me go hop on the book of faces. And was like, I know somebody got the video. Let me see it. We were, and, I, I hopped on Twitter. <laughs> well, baby, you know I can't get on Twitter. I mean, permaband. <laughs> But yes, but I like you know who's gonna have the goods? TikTok. Let me tell you something: the internet is fast, but niggas is faster. And already we had um, clips and the video from what felt like Why? all angles uncensored. And by yesterday morning, there were already songs and mixes up. And I know you saw the video I sent you when I was leaving before I left work. Yes. And, like, let me tell you, because the first thing that happened was the second we heard that it happened, the second we heard that it happened, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I am looking at the group chat right now. That's right. So they appear, the last, the last person to text the group before it happened was me. So Seppa was sent a group. I said, come on. I am high. I know, baby. It's all right. We're going to make it. Okay. So 
Sepula said, Meg the Stallion is on the We Don't Talk About Bruno remix. Uh, okay. Yes, I saw that. And then, then like, that was when she said, you know, the Oscars. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to check it out tomorrow. That was at 9.58. That was at 9.58. Sepper was giving us the blow-by blow because she was watching, right? Right. At 10.30, on the dot, y'all, Will Smith just pressed Chris Rock on national television. So it maybe was another five or ten minutes before I even opened the group chat. She also said, child, the Philly came out of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. And you know why I specifically think, so it's not just that he hit this man on live TV that's the Philly. It's he open, palm, strong-wristed, slapped this man in his fucking Face. Right. And then Australia had to be over there on a, helping us out, showing us the uncensored version. Shout out to the Australians, because <laughs> that's how I saw the uncensored video. Okay, and, and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. But here's the thing. After that happened, mm -hmm. then he later went on to win an award. Right? Icon. Uh, I listen. I listen. That is that is iconic right there. That is an iconic moment. We all know collectively. A lot of people aren't paying attention to it, but we all know Will Smith is the most intentional nigga in Hollywood. If yep. you listen to the way he talks, he knows what he is saying. He knows what he is doing. And there was a whole portion of, of Will saying to the world even, I am working and doing all of this to the bone for my family. Because he thought yep. that that's what his, that what his wife wanted that what his kids needed and you gotta be hobnobbing like a motherfucker in that town so you have to learn how to act how to walk how to talk he knows how to do yep. all of that so for him to slap chris rock on what I only thought was national television. <laughs> Global. <laughs> I only thought it was national television. Because, like, do we even get Eurovision here? Like, I feel like, do we even get Euro We don't even get the back. We're, we're whack as fuck. We're getting now. Oh, don't even get me started. So, I thought it was only national television. Come to find out, global as fuck. For him to do that and then calmly go up there and say what he said and do what he did, I was like, and then he sent out um, a, a, a letter the next day. My understanding is that they have both apologized to each other. Mm-hmm. But that's not, uh, how do we put this? They might understand each other and have an apology to each other, but the rest of the world doesn't, might not know that. 
Well, and also, but here's still, and this gets into part of my feelings about it. Not everything is our fucking business, right? As fans, as just regular, regular people watching this shit at home on TV. The things that go on in these people's lives is not always our business. That was a, in my opinion, it should have been handled privately. Um, I'm not, you know, I just, the apology was public because the slap was public. So I, you know, and people are assigning intent and thought processes to these people without truly knowing them. We don't know what was going through Will's mind, what was going through Chris's mind when these things happened. We don't know what was so going the through Lupita's mind. We do know what was going through Lupita's mind. Lupita was like, the, the I came to America for this? To the United Hello? States? For this? Sorry, baby. You moved to the ghetto. Sorry. Yo, the United States is the ghetto. But The ghetto. But like dead ass. While it is not my business, it is also our business. Right. And I understand that there are going to be people who say, well, they make, they make their business public all the time. Yes, okay, fine, whatever. But here's the question. If you see this one negative thing, wouldn't you want to, like, do a little research? Do a little Googling? Do a little, do a little search in the Twitter search bar? See, one of my cousins said, she posted on Facebook, and she and I have been kind of going back and forth about this. She said, you know, that um, Will Smith is an embarrassment to the entire black community. And I was like, maybe to you, bitch. And she also had made a comment about how he's ruined his legacy with this. And I said, so this one act um, ruins the entirety of his, his whole body of work? Who he has been for my entire life? No, right. he showed that he was human. Chris right. played the fuck around and found out, find out game. And guess what? He found out. Because let's be real. Chris Rock made a whole documentary. A whole documentary about hair. Mm-hmm. About black women and their hair okay so he should understand something about he should but you have to remember that in that yes he's uplifting black women and their natural hair but he was low-key denigrating black women who wear wigs and weaves and extensions so my, my problem with him among other things, in this is so do they wear the wigs and weaves and extensions or do they wear their natural hair? Which one is it? Because you don't get to make fun of both. Mm -hmm. You don't get to think both are bad or have an issue with both. You don't. Also, that's a whole conversation about like black men see the struggle that black women go through with their hair. I think maybe it's also because black men have just conditioned a lot of us, at least, like a lot of them are at least uh, conditioned from youth that it should just be cut off because that'll make it easy to maintain. 
and it'll look clean and it'll look professional. I hate the idea and the <clears throat> the amount of respectability politics that are in that are involved in the <clears throat> the idea of our hair quote looking professional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> because it's it's again forcing us to adhere to European beauty standards. Yeah. Yeah. Which just the very nature of our being able to breathe oxygen and our very birth, we are unable to achieve. Right. So you're putting a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of scenario. What's crazy is that we were we were all so used to seeing our grandmother put on wigs. We're so used to seeing the the headscarves at night that are under their mm -hmm. pillow after they made the bed. Okay? Because my grandmother put and on the bonnet. The bonnet and the headscarf right under the pillow because she knew she was going to be right there at night watching her lifetime soaps. Anyway, these old women. But the, but the amount of time we also saw alopecia. Or, you know what? I'll take it a step further. <clears throat> We're causing ourselves alopecia by the, the amount of wig wearing. I've seen videos and pictures on Facebook and YouTube and TikTok to achieve these European beauty standards. But the thing about like beauty standards, especially European beauty standards, like they were never for us. Never. Right? So when it came to the concept of like black women not having hair, right? You remember when like if you saw a white woman with a headscarf maybe going through like chemo or maybe she was having hair loss from other maybe she had alopecia. I don't know. Do white people get I'm not a, I'm and, but like you know how like when you see somebody walking down the street with a headscarf on and it's a white person, you're just like, okay, whatever. But when it's a black person, we're told that it looks unclean. It looks quote unquote it's, ghetto. It's unkempt. Yeah. So then, so if she takes off that Ted Garf and she's bald, then it's, well, why didn't you put on a wig? Why can't you, why can't you grow hair? Why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? It's the way we ascribe these things to femininity, right? It's it's forcing you also to exist in a way that society deems acceptable displays of femininity. Mm -hmm. Jada has never been that. Right. She has never been that, and I think um, I think watching her embrace her hair loss over the last few years the different hairstyles that she's worn and everything, you know, has been interesting to watch, especially for 
for me as a person, it's like you look at Jada and from the very first time I saw her on the Fresh Prince, I have always thought she was pretty. Not even Fresh Prince. What was the first thing? It was uh, a, different a different world, world. actually. Yeah. She's always had the short hair, but she has... N I will punch anybody in the face who will tell me that they have ever looked at Jada Pinkett Smith and said, oh, well, she's not pretty. She's gorgeous. It has always been gorgeous. Long hair, short hair, pixies, it doesn't matter what it looks like. She has always been beautiful. And she's always been her own person. Mm -hmm. and I think that because she has had such a grip on her own autonomy and her own um uh what's the word i want to use her presentation of femininity i think that bothered people right. and then i just uh the whole thing is fucking messy dude it it bothered me in multiple levels because we talk about black men protecting black women or lack thereof and then we see a black man publicly protect his black woman and now we went oh but not like that we can't demand protection from black men and then try to tone police how that looks right and and especially when it's coming from like the place of your own people you know what i mean It'd be your own people. Or from the perspective of, well, he just ruined his career. But, like, he's fine. Because here's my problem with that statement. Oh, you he's ruined his career? How many women did Harvey Weinstein have to rape before his career was ruined? Yo. Casey, Casey Affleck was actively accused of sexual assault, assault and still and still was able to accept his Oscar. What are, what are those big, what's, who's the big named actor that cannot come back to the United States or he's going to get um, oh, arrested? The guy for, it wasn't, it wasn't, who, who, what is his name? It was a, always, it was a movie director. Yeah, I would get his name confused with the other guy. I would get his it's name not confused. It's No, and, but I get him confused with uh, Roman Polanski. For some reason, and I know it's not Polanski. It's Roman. I was, it's so I think it is Roman Polanski. But there's one of these don't, big don't time quote directors. Us on that. Don't quote us. On Please that. do not. Do not quote us. I can't. We're gonna fuck it up. But there's a big director who cannot come back to the United States, or he's going to be arrested. But you know what? They've never not done nominated him for for awards or allow him to receive awards. Um, who's the, the, the New Yorker, the big guy, um, what is his name? Was married to Mia Farrow. Um, Mia, mm. you mean, you mean, uh, oh my God, I know that Sinatra. He, no, he married his stepdaughter. Or his adopted daughter. Uh, oh, that guy. I forgot him, but I know who you're talking about. But let's look at that. How many years was he accused? Like, were there rumors and stories and accusations about sexual assault? And and one of the biggest things you can do as an actor, you know, people 
die to be in his films because they're so artsy and esoteric or whatever. But we're not going to talk about the, se the sexual assault or how fucking weird it is that he married, he married his adopted daughter. Okay, so he's his stepdaughter, but like, that's still fucking gross. So here's one thing that's always killed me with Hollywood and with that industry, because that is very much like, not for nothing, even if we say we are not into paying attention to Hollywood or the, or the celebrities rumors and gossip and all that shit. People say that all the time, right? But like, mm -hmm. I know you know who Kim Kardashian is, so what's the point? Stop it. You know that. Right? But this is the same industry that allowed Fatty Arbuckle to be a person. Okay. I know a lot about a little and a little about a lot. Who the fuck is that? That name is familiar. Fatty Arbuckle was a famous silent actor. And then when the talkies came around, he wasn't getting much acting. But he was a fat guy. That's why they called him Fatty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and he was known to sexually assault women. He was known to physically assault women. Actresses were just regular quote-unquote dames from the clubs. I mean, it's just, it, and this is, it just, it's so funny to me. Like, let's not, let's not start pretending we actually give a fuck about women. And okay? like, because now you're telling me that this guy, this guy, who shows respect to his woman, okay, that he's gone and ruined his career. You guys allowed Fatty Arbuckle to be a thing. You guys allowed fucking, look, all I'm saying is I don't want to end up on anybody's, anybody's list. Mm. You know what I mean? But there are celebrities who have been accused of sexually assaulting young girls, Remember that girl wrote that book about David Bowie? No. She was a young girl. She was a groupie. And she was like uh, 14, 15 years old. And she said, like, that's when David Bowie and her hooked up. Like, in the book, it said that. Wow. And, like, apparently a bunch of major uh, rock stars back then knew who she was. This is not a story that I fully remember every detail. So therefore, I am, I am not, I am not opting out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you got to remember, like, a lot of people aren't used to women being protected publicly. Hmm. Talk about it. A lot of times, especially black women, especially because black women. I, you know. As I feel like, you know, oh, there's a TikTok, I forget her name. She made a video today and she said, let's be real about this shit. The black people who are upset are upset because, aren't upset because he checked and he's, he's, they're upset because he checked him in front of white people. The white people are who are upset. You're upset because in one moment he has ruined um, your perception of him. He's no longer one of the quote, good ones. Yo, he was one. Will Smith, 
Will Smith. I mean, I mean, I mean. Do you remember the nineties? Uh, yeah. Okay. So the part that I remember of the nineties is Will Smith having a rap career. He was the safest, cutest rapper. The safest, cutest rapper. Okay. Will mm-hmm. Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. I stand. Okay. He was the one that made rap songs that parents at like the suburban houses played at their kid pool party. Yep, because it was safe. You didn't have to worry about words being bleeped out. None of it. Right. And he always played in good movies. Wild Wild West was not the greatest movie, but it was a good one. But he tried to warn us <laughs> in Wild Wild West. What's the line from a song? Uh, you don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. He tried to let y'all know. Don't let these cute outfits and these dance moves fool you. I'm still a thug underneath all this shit. And then, like, you know, he did, he also did, you know, Men in Black. We all know him, you know? <clears throat> and we know Jada from her from her acting career, let's be real. If you had a stereo, quote unquote, stereotypical black household growing up, no matter what um, what tax bracket y'all was in, you you knew a different world. Mm-hmm. You knew who Jada was. All right? So, and it's and also- Before- she got married to Will. Yes. Because uh, Low Down Dirty Shame was still <sighs> such a movie. What a moment. But it's also it's also crazy because like I don't think Chris Rock realized as much as he wanted to realize. You know what I mean? But I also think that's one of those things of like blindly educating ourselves. You know, when, you, when you're trying to learn about something, you are, you know, teaching yourself about something, you're, you might be so hyper-focused on only one aspect of it that you don't even take the time to talk about or think about the other aspect of it, right? So, like, maybe it was one of those moments where you're thinking to yourself, okay, he just came out here, he made this joke, this must have been right off the cuff, he should have thought about, like, anything else in the world. He could have taken that from anything else in the world. And he knew and, that. But they, I think I remember reading that they've had beef for years, though. Like, I was reading some one of the blogs that was, and they were saying how the beef between them has been like, you know, a quiet secret, you know, in Hollywood. But also, black he's Hollywood, been problematic they, too. They just, they just beef it in Black Hollywood like this? Just quietly. You know what? Black Hollywood might be how the, might be the new mob. I'm, I swear, we don't know nothing. We don't nothing. know nothing. <laughs> nothing. But like, nothing. you know, let's just be real, right? You know what? I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna tell you how outside of Black Hollywood I, I know. I did not realize that um, that Lisa Ray and DeBrat were related until like 2020. Same. 
same. And not only were they related, they're sisters, and they were beefing. I, you so know, it took all the way surprised. It took, it took me to 2016 to find out that, or maybe 2017 to find out that Dame Dash and Stacy No Dash were related. Um, I believe she's his cousin, poor fella. Imagine having such a rocket raccoon for a cousin. I beat I mean, my cousin. Imagine ass. being worse than Dame Dash in your family. Oh, that, that's facts. Because the way he used to talk about women. Imagine imagine being around your family and the family said, we'll take the woman abuser over you, bitch. Oh. Oh. You know what? Maybe maybe Will and Jada are the perfect black family. <laughs> Somebody's, somebody on TikTok said, and there was a song about this too, because um, again, niggas is fast. About how it's like watching your uncles fight at the family reunion. It really is, though. Well, it, really especially is, when one of your, your, you know, uh, uh, this. There's so many different ways to look at the whole scenario because Chris Rock himself has been problematic, and I know at one point now the, the video is floating around of him um, giving. He's on some kind of show. Um, with Louis C.K., I think is the guy's name. Okay, Jerry so you Seinfeld. made it worse. You just made it real worse. Louis C.K.? Okay. Okay, keep going. Jerry Seinfeld and some other people. And Chris was going on about how, how much of a real one he was and gave him the pass to say the N-word. And Jerry was... Jerry Seinfeld is the only person at this in this conversation with any sanity, he was like, no, why? What? Jerome. Jerome is with the shit. Because he, he was like, you know, and this is a sidebar, Jerry Seinfeld, who I don't think is funny as a comedian, but I enjoy his show, Comedians in the Car Getting Coffee. Him and John Stewart are the two white comedians where I'm like, I never, and I do mean never, give out invitations to a cookout. Don't do it. Jerry, uh, Jerry, I would allow simply because he knows his place as a white person and knew that that was fucked up. John Stewart, I would also give an invite to. These are the only two that you will probably ever hear me give out. Jerry, I will let come to the house to pick up his plate person. I know that I would let him in. John Stewart, I would actively allow him into the cookout. He could come to the backyard. You could eat. You could drink because he has been a real one for a long time. But so, but back to Chris, he that's problematic as fuck. And but he's been poking at Jada. This wasn't his first joke at Jada. This was not the first time. And so I imagine when he made the joke back in 2016, I think, when she talked about boycotting the Oscars, he said um, Jada inviting, and Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's pen. I was never invited. Yo, yo, being that you said, because you just did that flashback thing, because remember that woman who said somebody, there was this girl on uh, Facebook, the Fase Boo, who posted somebody gonna smack the shit out of Chris Rock, LOL. 
on June 29th, 29th of June, 2014. Are you serious? I'm serious. Listen, he, you know. And somebody, and apparently a couple of people thought it was going to be T.I. Did they have a beat? I have no idea. There is, you know, I don't have issues with Will clocking him one. I feel like if he was going to clock the man on TV, you could have bothered up your fist. I would have rather he hadn't done it in front of witnesses. But that's, again, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's... A, Really, the only issue that I have with it, but also, I think in that moment, that was Will responding. Because if you look, I can't tell if he was laughing at the previous joke still, or was laughing at that joke until he saw Jada's face. But in that moment, it was just like for every meme joke, whatever. Chris took the hit. For all the times that somebody should have been hit over the last few years, and nobody mm. ever did. Mm. Mm. That part. Because the way people have been talking and dogging them the fuck out for all these years. And, you know, because there was always the rumors about them being in an open marriage. Um, and then it feels like the rumors and the shit talking about them got worse as time went by. You know, because at this point, people are attacking his parenting, his legacy, um, everything about this man. When, so why are y'all mad? Is it that you don't think that black women should be defended, least of all publicly? Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm, it's, you know, and that goes back to my um, statement earlier. You can feel some type of way about something, but it's how you frame it. Right, and the way people have been discussing it, specifically our palm-colored friends, um, some of your opinions, the way you're framing these opinions, is sounding a lot like fucking racism, and the way and some of us are framing our disagreement also sounds like internalized racism. Yep, yep. You know, every day I'm I'm always I'm always. Like I've always think of like how lucky I feel being able to be like as black as I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I cannot imagine living in a world or, you know, working in a profession where I know that I'm not just trying to impress you with just my skill. I'm trying to impress you with the skill of also being able to code switch. And I'm going to have to do it now until I decide to retire. Forever. And because that's because you retire doesn't mean it stops. Right. And there gets to be a point when you get used to doing it so much that, like, it is exhausting. And one day you just accidentally just go off on one of your own people. Do you remember a movie called Six Degrees of Separation? Yes. Okay. I never watched it, but I think I know where you're going. So that was the movie where it was Will Smith and then this like this white couple. Like, I mean, Dr. Channing. 
who I don't know if she's ever been problematic, but I love her. Okay, so he pretty much they form a throuple, right? And that's pretty much the synopsis I'm gonna give. It might, it's not a hundred percent accurate, but if you want a hundred percent accurate, you can go to Wikipedia or IMDb. I don't know, or so, watch it, or just watch it. I mean, it was a movie. It's a, it's it's on one. It's somewhere apparently. It's on Hulu if you have a premium subscription. Anyway. That was when they started saying, well, Will Smith was not only playing a sexually fluid character. That was during a major point in where a lot of our, a lot of our people within the black community saw any form of sexual fluidity as wrong and demoral. Because, and- ooh, the homophobia. Exactly. That they launched at that man for that character. Exactly. And then they were like, well, you know what? He was doing it for a white audience. And that's when you're kind of like, okay. So the in, within internalized homophobia, there's a sense of internalized racism. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's anti-blackness. Because like now you're like, wait a minute. So you're saying we don't exist? in the world at all like that's the thing to you know go do that for the white people black people don't do that queer shit but it's like obviously we do because queer people exist right and then when willow came out the world acts like that was like how dare he uh he raised all these his kids ain't shit because like she's all queer and shit hold on Actually, it, got, it was started when, do you remember The Get Down? I never watched it. Okay, there's a whole point. There's a white boy. There's Jaden. It's a thing. And at this point, is it a spoiler alert? Because, like, you've had, like, at least five years to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that, there's a stone. It's the block. The boogie down. I live in Brooklyn, but um, actually, I have a, later I have a story for you involving this show. Remind me. Anyway. Ooh, look. After we record or while we're recording? After. This is, Ooh, a, okay. this is not something that I am willing to tell you people. But there's like, that's when they started throwing out so much more homophobia towards world Jada, Jaden, Willow. You know, they started acting crazy when Willow shaved her hair off. When Willow shaved her hair off, black people acted like that was their... nut. That was like, that was their hair. Like, that was their child. Well, you know, and, you know, we're always super honest with each other. So I had an issue... You know, but also who I was, I was a different person then. But, oh, I was one of those people who was like, oh, they're bad kids. The kids just do what they want to do. Look at how terrible they are. And you know what made me really check myself in my opinion? Flint. When um, Jaden started his water company. Mm -hmm. And... 
was trying to help Flint. And I said, this young man is doing more for this city than their own government is. Yeah. And I said, well, how shitty of parents can they be if this is the type of child that they raise? Yeah. And take it a step further, you know, as I began to question my own thoughts and opinions and ideas about this shit, there was never anything wrong with these children or their parents. They just raised free-range children. These children were allowed to express themselves in ways most of us could only pretend to imagine about. They are free to be themselves and the happiest version of themselves, regardless of how that looks, whether or not it's antithetical to the societal expectations upon them as black men or women they are free black children that and that is it and and what i realized was i don't hate that i'm jealous of that so many of us i would have loved to have been able to feel like i was free to express myself and that lack of expression of identity expression um, is why I struggle, you know, in some, in some of the ways that I express myself today at my big grown age of 40, these, they're, you know, did you mean 20 part two? Um, sure. Listen, no, no, you know what? I, I, I claim and accept my 40 because I realized today that I, I am a, I am fully living in my Black auntiness, right? Oh, and Lord. it's lit as fuck. I'm loving it. I'm loving it almost as much as I'm love, if not more than my 20. I'm loving that shit. So I'll accept my 40. I am at that point where I found out that Degrassi dropped on HBO. Um, I saw your your text about that and your Facebook post, and I was and I immediately called my little sister and was like, yo. The grass is on HBO Max, and she was like, say less. Gotta go. Gotta go. But you know what? Okay, so here's the thing. Do you remember Instant Star? No one does. So there was this show called Instant Star. It was really good. Canada had a thing for good teen shows. Anyhow, so Instant Star came on um, during the summer. And so, like, Degrassi would be off and Instant Star would be on. So I don't remember ever seeing them or having a season at the same time. At least in my recollection. So I've been watching Instant Star, an episode of Instant Star and an episode of Degrassi. Um, I am no longer an adult. I support this. Um, I have resorted to eating salt and vinegar chips. And First off, you should... Boy. Name you should never resort to eating salt and vinegar chips. They should always be a choice. No, no, no. No, no, no. I know that they can be a choice, but for me, it is not a choice. This is this is like an addiction. I'll allow it. <laughs> this is a dependency, okay? Me and salt and vinegar chips have a relationship that makes no sense. We'll discuss you and your relationships later, friend. Actually, I was eating salt and vinegar chips. What what was I watching on Sunday? I was watching something. And I know I said I was watching something. 
See, this is how high I am. I have no idea why I'm Instant Star and Degrassi. Yeah, but like, was I watching Instant Star and Degrassi on Sunday when when we got that text? I have no idea. Also, I love how award season just always brings out drama. Uh, what interests me the most about this particular um, scenario, um, not just that it happened and Will said his piece um, and accepted his award and walked off, but the fact that Chris Rock's tour sold out. Yo, I saw an advert on Facebook for the Chris Rock, to see Chris Rock in Jersey. And I said, first of all, Facebook, I need you to understand that I do not live in Jersey now, nor have I ever lived there. Okay, so please respect my choices in life. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not going all the way to Newark to see a show. But that's another story for another day. To but see like, an ableist-ass comedian. But like, also, to, like, go see Chris Rock. That is so much work. You know what? Well, I don't I, expect him I, to be that funny. I remember I was at Afropunk. I was at Afropunk, I want to say, 2017, 2018. Um, and it was one of my friends, uh, two of my friends came, and we went. And we were after we were there, like we were like waiting for the show to start to see um, uh, Janelle Monet. Ah, uh, love and her. We are like we're like out there on the field, and then walking past like the barrier, going toward the VIP section. I saw Chris Rock, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then I was like, "That's it. I'm good." Right. Like, I'm not, like, I don't need to, like, I feel like if I've seen you in person one time, I, and I, that was it. I feel like Chris Rock, to me, feels very much like a black comedian. He's like, he's like Kevin Hart, right? And as, here's a black comedian who makes jokes that niggas might laugh at and can relate to, but it's for the white gays. I, I, I understand that. I understand a thought I think, process. I think, that. like, I don't, I don't know. I just, eh, that's how I've been feeling about it. That's how I feel about him right now. It's like, um, like just in the light of things and knowing that shit about Louis C.K. and then him giving white people passes to say nigga, and I'm like, nah, bruh. Nah. This you know what's crazy is that, like, like I'm not gonna also go. I'm not gonna go to a. I'm. I'm also not like as much as I won't go to a Chris Rock show. I'm not gonna go to a Will Smith show, right? Because like, I'm. For what? He hasn't like, had a rap song in years. I mean, no, like a movie. Oh, see, no, I I do enjoy him as an actor. I I mean, once it come, once it drops on a stream, I'm gonna watch it then. Right, but I'm not gonna go to the movie theater. Honestly, I haven't I haven't been to a movie theater in a while. I ain't going to the moon. Literal years at this point. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's not that I don't think that there 
that they might not be talented. It's just that I'm fine. None of it. None of it speaks to you. Right. But but I also understand that they might have stands. You know what I mean? I honestly believe that there are people who are stands for Chris Rock and there are stands for Will Smith. I refuse to believe that either one of them has stands. You know, and that's why I made the post that I did yesterday. Like, okay, that was fun. What can we pretend to care about next? You know what I mean? Because like, let's not act like we really truly in any capacity give a fuck about those two and their lives. Both well, of them are richer than anything else will ever I'm be. A, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Smith family. I'm a fan of the whole Smith family. So, like, I kind of... This is true. I mean, I just... But, I, I mean, like, we'll talk I, about it for five minutes, and then we'll be on to the next thing that outrages us in 15 minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Let's be real. A lot of us all forgot about Leon Lewis for a minute. And when Who? She, See? See? She sang Bleeding Love. I love her. No, let me back up. I love that song. Okay. She's hosting she's hosting uh, uh, competitions with drag queens involved. Oh, cute. That was a wild trip. But like... But see, like, yeah, we're not going to care. She for a minute, and then it's like what happens is people talk about people for a minute because they're into it and then we get very silent because like unless they do something maybe scandalous or, you know it's crazy that we don't talk about the good things that people do as much as we talk about the bad things that people do we always have which is precisely why i don't think this is gonna this it'll be this will be five minutes and then we'll stop caring because the truth of the matter is, right, Will is a human being. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock is a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, Will has led us into his life in a way that other people haven't. Right. You know, right. some of that, I think, I think in the beginning, it, there was, it, was, it was by force. And, he, and they have since leaned into that. And it's by choice now. Yeah. And so... He has allowed us through Instagram and the videos that he does to see him process and work through things. And now his book, you know, work through issues and trauma. And I think to me, this is just like, okay, it's another step on his journey. We are human and we make decisions for better or for worse off of emotion in a moment, right? He is no different from either of the rest of us. So my issue then becomes for the people who are like, he needs to be arrested. He needs this. Violence is not the answer. And oh, and the violence is never the answer. People can kiss the entirety of my ass. Because here's the thing. thing. uh I am a pacifist to a degree. You know what I'm saying? I'm a pacifist to a degree. I believe that As violence, I think a lot of us are. I personally believe that violence should not be the answer. I'm not saying it isn't the answer. I say it shouldn't be the answer. But what do they do to, to lead up to that motherfucking point? 
I'm going to take it a step further. I'm not accepting the statement of violence isn't the answer from a group of people whose ancestors stole this country with violence, whose ancestors built this country by violence, who's, who are currently forcing violence, Syria, on other people. I'm going to say, I, while I agree with you, the worst part is it's not just, it'd be your own people too. It'd be your own people too. Because so many, I mean, like, I can definitely, and we know we can all hear our grandmama saying, that boy shouldn't have done that. We can all hear our grandmama saying it. Facts. A lot of our grandmamas know when a bitch needs to be hit. That part. But also, you know, we, okay, maybe he shouldn't have done it. But he did, so now what? You know what I mean? What do, what do we, you know, how do you handle this moving forward? I respect the fact that he publicly apologized. Um, but I also respect the fact that he laid pause on someone who disrespected his wife. Because it's one thing to make, a, to make a joke about her, but your joke involved a medical condition. There should be limits. You know, you know, I've always wondered, like, when it comes down to, hey, we are going to, okay, how do I put this? I want to blame the Academy. And here's why. Absolutely. Here's why. If I'm correct, if I'm correct, which I am normally not. um, (laughs) You are so funny. I'm normally not. So, like, again... Don't go quote me on shit, bitches. But if I'm correct, the Academy has, like, don't they give you a little tiny script or, like, even a snippet of what you're supposed to say when you're on the stage? Like, am I wrong? Yep. Like, I really don't think they're talking off the cuff that much. No. I've heard it both ways. I've heard he went off script, but I've also heard that he... Uh, but that joke was written for him. How you? But like, but who the fuck is writing for this man? If that was written in, if that was written in, the academy had to have an even bigger problem on their hands. Well, let's again. It goes back to they don't give a fuck about black women. Black the academy doesn't care about black people. Period. Let alone a black woman. So. If the joke was written for him, it doesn't surprise me. Well, then again, this is the same night that we also heard somebody say Tiffany Haddish was wearing a costume. Like, maybe. Listen, and the way she read that woman and dressed her down, she said, this is an evening gown, darling. She said, this is what success looks like. This is Dolce & Gabbana. I don't care about the label drop, but it's how the fuck dare you imply that this is a costume and not an actual gown, almost as if she couldn't afford a gown. Mm. It's almost like, don't forget, they ain't used to seeing us in evening gown. And being able to afford the nice ones. You know? And because what's crazy is, and again, it's, and I hate to say this, right? I hate to say this, but I always have to say this. Not all. 
but too many. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I grew up with white folk. A lot of them were like, oh, you're looking good. Let's go. And then there are the other ones who, like, once they see you, they're like, oh, you did not, you don't belong here. Yep. You know? And what's really crazy is that a lot of the people who are on those, uh, who are on those red carpets, all those, you know, interviewers and photographers and videographers and the paparazzi, Every one of them grew up in a different neighborhood. Every one of them has a different opinion and however they interpret what was said and what what was answered to their question is how it's going to be written and how it's going to be put into that tabloid. True. Also, I just said the word tabloid. It is definitely, I'm definitely thinking I want, I, this would look really good in the Inquirer. I wonder what this story would look like in the Inquirer. I got to get one. You are so funny. I haven't read the Inquirer since I was a child. I haven't read the Inquirer pretty much ever. It was so fun when I used to read it when I was a kid. Because my grandmother would get it in the in the mail every week. She was that girl. So you would grow up like I used to grow up like like reading the Inquirer, and they would have all the new movies coming out and who wore it back. And you know what that. The Inquirer talked about the Matrix a lot for a minute. You know how on um, on Men in Black, the Inquirer was the actual news, and the news was the tabloids. I mean, that is the that is the world I think we live in. The way I be giving you the news breakdown every morning. Listen, if, for a bitch like me, that is appreciated. That is what I do. First thing in the morning, I am listening to the news and I am reporting you. I'm reporting to you everything that I know in a in a in a format that I think others can understand. And this is me and that's when I'm sober. So that's a different story. Do not ask me about about like what I think about the primaries right now. I am too high for that. You know, at the end of it. You know, <laughs> this whole scenario is just a reminder that we are viewed in a very specific light um, by sometimes each other and by white people, you know. Um, but I think also the thing that's missed here is duality, right? two things can be true at once. It can be true that Chris Rock should have not, should not have made the joke. I mean, especially considering he was trying to gaslight him after. Um, but it also can be true that Will should not have hit him. Mm -hmm. I think both of those things can be true. Multiple things can be true, but those two things can exist at the same time. And we need to remember that nobody is binary. Nobody is just exactly one binary. Thing. Binary. Grow up. Grow up. Get you an indie status, bitch. I'm just saying. You know, multiple things can all can be true at all at the same time. 
And we need to remember that. But remembering that would mean we have to accept the places where we may have gotten it wrong. Right. You know, which is why I will also give Chris Rock credit for apologizing after. He doesn't get much because he tried to gaslight him. When you look at it, there's a whole lot of, A, what a black man should and shouldn't do for a black woman, right? And then there's yep. the aspect of what should and shouldn't we do in Nick's company. Because we have to remember that, like, while, and, I, and yes, this is, a, this is a thing, sometimes you have to remind people that they're, that they are, you have to, sometimes you have to remind white folks that there are other white folks who don't like black people. Because I know that they don't realize it sometimes. Not all of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a whole situation where they're like, but why do these people exist? Where do these people exist? How are these people existing? I'm like, you grew up in a very nice family. Right? And why did I not know this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the kind of, this is what I like. But there's also the aspect of like, why do we view it? And how do I put this? Why do we view it so harshly in this one manner? Right? Mm. Because a lot of times we're only trying to look at one aspect of it because there's so much happening. There's so much nuance involved. And yes, even though these are real people, there's also nuance involved. Because if we take apart the fact that they are not only black parents, black human, black black husband, black wife, they are also human. Yep. And they're also celebrities. So, like, the problem is that, like, they have so many layers to them, like, yeah, you are a celebrity. Like, and you're not just a celebrity, like, one of our celebrities. Because like, let's be real. Let's be real. Not nearly, a, not nearly a white person can tell you what happened to the to the brat. Do any of them know she exists? And I don't know, but they should. I, exactly. But she, that's one of ours. That's one of ours. Then again, I still did not know her and Lisa Ray were related until a few years ago. And that is a problem on my behalf. Um, mine. I should have started connecting some dots. But, like, there's also the aspect of because there are celebrities that are seen in more than just one way, in more than just one type of audience, there are added conversations that we have to have. Because like, if this was just a conversation about, let's be real, Chris Brown, it would only be us involved. Well, it would only be us involved. Even if it was on the stage at the Grammys, it would only be us involved. Here's my thing. I feel like this is an us conversation anyways. I feel like this is black folk business. If you're not black, stay out of it. There's also that thing of like, well, they are, but these guys, they also make money from that audience. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, that is, and that's where in lies the different conversation. Now, it's also wording around it that lets me know, like, yeah, you view us differently than we view ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
If you, if I slap you, if I slap you, baby, if I slap you, I'm just trying to get out this one quick aggression. If I punch you, we might be fighting. That's it. We might be. Anytime. Have you ever noticed? If you, if when you slap somebody, there's no fighting happening. Not unless you're on like the. Bad they're too girls busy club. being shocked that they got slapped. Right. Like you might be on the bad girls club. That's because you're supposed to fight there. But like, you slapped me. Palm. Open palm. Slapped. I have no idea what's going on here. You have time to walk away. You left me sitting here on a corner looking dumb. I did love his response to that. Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> that makes me giggle every time. <laughs> also, that kind of like a... I, I feel like if I got slapped by Will Smith, I'd probably say the same thing, but like in an adoring way. I'd be like, oh my God, I got slapped by Will Smith. <gasps> That's so cool. But that's the part of me that might be a little bit of a sadist. I think you're right, though, even though I don't want you to be. Because it happened in mixed company, you know, that's why white people feel comfortable enough to comment on it. And it had it been a black space, they wouldn't be having any conversation. Yeah. I mean, look, we could have done this over at the BET Award. What do y'all know about that? What do you, were you invited this year? Do you remember when they would invite people? You know how they would invite people? They would have commercials on the channel that they knew that the kids watched. They would have commercials on more than just BET. They would have commercials on ABC Family. This, that's the year that they would be inviting us in. Because I was not watching BET. I had to find out. <laughs> I could watch a BET a full 20 years ago. <laughs> it's It's so much there's so much involved in it. And it's never just like, I think it's one thing when you look at, oh my God, this is celebrity news. But like, this is also, I think it's different than that because we have to kind of like take in more. Yes. We have to realize, we have to really digest that this also affects us and ourselves and our community. As crazy as we are, it affects our community. We are crazy. We're like one giant family, and everyone is that cousin who you know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Every auntie is exactly that auntie, and you know, like, we might not, I might not actually know you, but I know exactly what you're doing with that bottle of Merlot. I would just like, you know, and this will be the last really thought that I have on it, is I would just like for whenever anything happens, anything regardless of what it is for people to stop expressing their internalized and externalized racism because again it's not what you think about it or how you feel about it the racism isn't always in the thoughts it's in the or in the words it's in the way the words are are framed yeah and how how they're said yeah Okay, so, Cousin Keisha. Yes, dear. I am high. I know. Um, and I have salt and vinegar chips calling my name. And uh, the grassy and instant star to watch before bedtime. And that's right, my dear. 
I am I'm getting ready to to do a so long farewell to you, my friend. Shout out to Out of the Box. I am so high right now. You are hilarious. Continue. So before I go, before we go, so long farewell to you, my friend. I have to ask you a question. I have to ask you the most important question. To who? Who is this question important to? Everybody. No, no, no. I, don't I guess to you. Exactly. This question is important to me. So my question to you, Cousin Keisha, is why are you canceled this week? Mm. Let's see. Why am I canceled this week? You know, I've been thinking about this. I don't have a good one. I don't have a good one. I haven't done anything cancel-worthy. In a really long time. I mean, I'm going to be canceled in a couple of weeks, and I can preemptively give you that one. You're permanently um, on Twitter. You should be you're canceled right now. I, by the end well, of- I mean, I know, but that was like that happened like two years ago, so or if not longer. Um, what the fuck kind of what the fuck? Okay. Um, I would say that this week. I am canceled purely for the fact that I'm not going to stop dragging these so-called evangelical Christians every time I see them. Period. I get it. I get it. I get it. There was one time I was on the train and somebody was like, um like reading from the Bible very loudly on the train. And I was like, this has got to be the opposite of an enjoyable rush hour. Got to be. Because it's not that you're reading the Bible. It's that you're reading it loudly, making everyone else hear what you're saying. First thing in the morning. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Jesus would be like, let these people go to work. Facts. Let these people go to work in peace. They gotta go to work. Like I feel like Jesus would be like, yo, I died for your sins. Go to but work. not for this. Not for this. Not for this. Okay. No. Yahweh didn't no mm-mm. Not for this. When you when you be dealing with the evangelicals, right? Do they ever say the words, well, you know, my daughter has a gay friend? Well, I mean, listen, when they start off, you know, weaponizing their gay, black, whatever, friends and family, I already know I'm about to destroy your feelings. Because I don't care about who you know. I care about who you are. There it is. And therein lies the difference. Because, like, just because you know people don't mean you learn from them. Just because you know people don't Exactly, mean because if you did, you wouldn't be spouting the bullshit you spout. You wouldn't be saying the same the things you say. You wouldn't be asking the way you act. And you would probably have lost something at some point. You know yep. what I mean? It's, it's sad, but it's true. 
Also, like, stop sending your kids on missionary trip to to countries where they don't have the measles. Where just stop sending your kids on missionary trips? Because missionary trips is racist or racist. It it are inherently racist. How are you going to tell somebody that their worshiping system is wrong and that they must worship God? I thought mission trips was supposed to be about helping people, not converting them to Christianity. No. You're wrong. They're all they're only about converting them. Because because I, whatever I, it is, your method of worshiping God is wrong. My method of worshiping God is right. Like I thought y'all was supposed to be out there like learning how to do tourniquets and like, you know, maybe being a maybe being a baby flea. That's a yeah. listen, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Because yeah, I can really know. talk about that for a long time. And if you don't know what a phlebotomy, a phlebe is, this is a phlebotomist. Oh my God. Mm. Phlebotomist. That's a word. I took the SATs. I know words. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that fucking test. The fucking standard. Let me, let's get out of here before I go crazy about the fucking standard I test that I hated, that I had to study for and learn vocabulary word for, all because somebody thought I was going to go to somebody's university. You dumb. What, what? You fucking dumb. I did not do well, if you could not tell. Actually, I did pretty decent. I did do pretty decent. I got higher than I thought I would. And I also spelled my name correctly, so I definitely got points on that. Listen, then you started off right. I spelled my name correctly. I know I don't. Did I get my birthday correctly? I don't know. I'm gonna be perpetually 29 till probably until another five years. Because now every day, every day, 30 becomes sooner and sooner, and I'm like, but y'all don't look. It's happy a good right time. Now. Like a You'll lot enjoy of people. It, I don't, promise. A lot of people in their 30s that I know right now are not exactly happy. Well, that's because our world currently sucks. Child, let me become a sim. Let me become a sim. Call that would be Don super Lasario. fun. Call me Don Lasario. I'll let you, I'll let you do what you want to be. Mm-mm. I'll still fuck Don Lasario. Anyway, let's get out of here before this conversation gets even weirder and farther down the road than it should already have been. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know what? I am not going. I I gotta next time I go to Weed World, I gotta get a different train. I gotta get a different. I gotta get a different train. Yeah, I buy my weed at Weed World now. Nice. It's like Walmart, but for weed. But for weed. You know? Ah, uh, you gotta love New York, fucking city. Anyway, let me get out of here. So I'm gonna leave you today with uh, a quote provided to me by my cousin. <clears throat> Niggas be so slick, easy to fucking drop. Bye. Have a good one.